0: Toasties, I'm Missy. Here with my bestie johnsy Hey y'all, and welcome to our toasted shenanigans. She started dancing, I so I started dancing. <laughs> my niece does this all the time too.
1: I'm a little tired, so I'm getting a little goofy.
0: <laughs> got to get the wiggles yep. in and out, you know. Gotta, they gotta <laughs> got, do gotta that. Gotta settle
1: into your bones. <laughs>
0: Okay, so what are you drinking? Because I now need to know like what that base was all about. <laughs> it's earlier.
1: Um, so it's made by 1911. It's actually a hard cider, which I'm not a huge fan of ciders, but I saw this. I love ciders. and I couldn't resist the can because it's spooky.
0: So you and your king I
1: know, but it's a it's it, a ap- apple cider candy corn hard cider. <laughs>
0: Ew. I mean, I love candy corn. Fuck all of you who want to get I at love me about it. Go ahead. Too, especially the little pumpkins. I see. I'm. I like the pumpkins, but I prefer just regular old candy corn. You know, I know what I'm not a big fan of is the chocolate ones. Uh they're okay. I'm not. They're not like if I had to rank all of them, the chocolate ones would be at the bottom. I would take a pumpkin over the chocolate. Oh, ones. I love the pumpkin. I always buy the whole
1: bag of pumpkin.
0: Do you? I love candy corn. I bought myself because I don't have my braces anymore, so I can eat them again. (laughs) Let me tell you, I bought a bag. But no,
1: it's uh, it's not bad. See, the can's cute and candy corn.
0: The can that is cute, but that is. I didn't
1: realize it was going to be this sweet. I probably should have, since it's candy corn. But also on the (laughs) side of the can, it has a sweetness scale, and it's all the way up to a six. So if you really like really sweet ciders, this is for you. But um, for me, it's going to be a. A five.
0: (laughs) Oh I have to try that now though because I I you might like it. And of course I can't try that right now because yet again we're virtual. Lame. We live way too busy lives for this. But we love doing it too much. So to all of you who are listening, thank you for still being here with us today.
1: Absolutely.
0: You guys are the best. What are you drinking? I am drinking something new today. Yay! What is it? And it is supposed to be a seltzer, but I call bullshit on that because I would never call this a seltzer. And I like the can too because it is called frozen pizza (laughs) and it's got a pizza on it. That's pretty cool. But it is called a Kool-Aid inspired hard seltzer and it tastes like fucking fruit punch Kool-Aid. That's it. It tastes like fruit punch Kool-Aid. It tastes like a Tahitian treat. I love this thing so fucking much. It is so good. Is it
1: sparkly at all? Like seltzer would be? It's
0: supposed... Yeah, it is. And there's... It's not... I would call this more like a fucking wine cooler, but it's not a malt beverage, which is apparently why it's a seltzer. There's some logistic rules of what classifies alcohol what. I'm not calling this... It's alcoholic juice. (laughs) It's delicious. And... A few of these will fuck (laughs) me up because you do not taste anything but juice. It's a nicer
1: version. No, because that's malt. Never mind.
0: Just kidding. Scratch that. Yeah. So I was at the meat place and uh, I got to enjoy being there, like the last people there. Mm -hmm. And he was talking with my stepdad and uh, he brought that out. And he's like, "Oh, you'll like it. It's a seltzer." I'm like, "Motherfucker, I don't drink seltzers. I ain't no bitch." <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna change your mind on seltzers." Then I'm like, "Bet you won't." And he poured that. I'm like, "This ain't no seltzer. It's a juice." That's not made by him, though, is it? No, okay. it is not made by him. He would him. just had it there. But he, he, it's made by Fun Guys Brewery Brewing, which is in North Carolina. But because he's in the, you know, the alcohol yeah. business and stuff like that. So with like local breweries and all that other kind of stuff, he gets access to other That's things. Cool. So I would have never ever found this or tried it because it's uh, not sold in stores. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's delicious. I'll give you one to try when I see you next Okey time. Okie I'll mm-hmm. bring you some of this candy corn. I want to try it. Double, double toil and trouble. I like that. The can is cute. I just also do like that this has a, a pizza <laughs> on it. Because your girl here you likes some pizza. Everybody loves pizza. I eat it every week. I know some people who don't. And they're weird. Mm. I love them, but they're weird. So, how was your day? Oh, it's full of work. How was yours? Yeah, your your days are been full yeah, of I work know. and it's getting ridiculous. I'm a
1: workaholic. I can't help it. <sighs> you are, but it's
0: been like extra, <laughs> but hopefully it's temporary. fingers crossed. <clears throat> I am, my day was eventful. We had, you know, my kids football game this morning. We lost. We've come to learn that rain is the team's kryptonite because they were all like pumped and ready to go. But then it started downpouring. I was fucking soaked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, the boys just totally shut down after that. We lost. We horribly lost to a team that has yet to win this that season. That was a pretty
1: cold rain this morning, too. I'm surprised I didn't.
0: It was. I was freezing cold. My hair was wet. My Everything was. I was soaked. I had to come home change my whole outfit. And then we went Halloween shopping for my son's um, Halloween costume. Ooh. So both my kids have their costumes now. Where are they going to be? Angels, uh, Cinderella. She's got the most fanciest ball gown. <laughs> I mean, we're talking. That's
1: very girly for fr- her. I'm surprised.
0: Uh, yeah, but we're talking, we're talking fancy. Hold on, because we are. You can still see things. Oh shit!
1: <gasps> She's gorgeous. I love it. Tell her to stop fucking growing
0: up. Look at those shoes. Holy
1: shit! Did you find those at Spirit? Target. This is a platform disco
0: shoes. They're so pretty on her, though. Like, so pretty. I, I think they're really pretty. And I could see her wear them any other time besides this costume because she's that way. And Bubba's going to be Jack Skeleton.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it.
0: <clears throat> so when I was pregnant with him, too, um, Angel was uh, Sally mm. for Halloween. And I wore a white shirt. And I drew Jack Skeleton on my belly. And wore a nightmare for Christmas leggings. So this isn't the first time Jackson was Jackson. <laughs> you should. Dre- <laughs> this is just the first you time. You should dress up. Alive, Coder or Kaiser he's... to be zero. <clears throat> That's what Jackson's like. He's like, I want Dakota to be zero. <laughs> That's cute. Got I love it. Put a little thing on her nose. Dakota's also dealing with a real bad bladder infection.
1: Oh, poor puppy.
0: Yeah, she's got a b- real bad bladder infection and crystals in her urine. So now she's on not, not special. Ugh. Prescription diet—it's a whole thing. It's been a thing lately. I've been, I've been dealing with the mostest lately. Sounds like
1: it. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about?
0: So a few weeks ago now, I did the story of Annalise Mitchell mm-hmm. and and her exorcism. Mm-hmm. And my wonderful husband and your wonderful man was uh, a little co-host with me because you were mm-hmm. ill, and uh, my lovely husband brought up the the show the movie the exorcist and that being based off of a true story and i was like no that's not a true story that was just a story someone made up and but i mean the movie did really well well you pointed out i was he was right (laughs) and i was wrong (laughs) so i'm telling the world right now he was right and i was wrong so anybody wants to sit there and say i don't do that
1: (laughs) here i am lloyd has got
0: it on recording publicly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, he has it recorded. He's just gonna say that you were right and I was wrong. Snip, yep, and just like replay, it, replay it yep. over and over. <laughs> yeah, yes. So it is based off of true events. Now, there's, we'll go into the the events. It's um, there's not too much on the situation of what exactly happened. So the Exorcist was based off of true events and it was inspired by some true events mm-hmm. that had happened um obviously differences in the story and um what really had happened per the usual when it comes to that kind of stuff of course it was it was a book first before it was a movie um so there is a lot of that kind of stuff so we can kind of go into it so the the book came out. The book and movie came out around the nineteen seventies. Mm-hmm. The event happened in the nineteen forties. So it wasn't again. It wasn't even that long ago. And the the person that the book is and the movie is based off of was what then this is. They called a pseudonym, pseudonym was Ronald Doe, mm-hmm. but his real name was give me a minute where'd i put it ronald hunk hunkler 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 that's a name h u n k e l e r hmm.
1: was he hunky
0: no oh. in my opinion but
1: teach the own flavor so
0: exactly Exactly. So, um, and then in the movie, obviously, everybody knows that the, it's actually a little girl named Reagan. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it started as is just this kid who was really close to his aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was a very spiritual person. She, he one time asked her, like, about a Ouija board. Okay. And he, she got him one.
1: Oh, no. We don't fuck with those.
0: <laughs> well, you know what really blew my mind about it? It was, like, 1940s.
1: Yeah. The Ouija board, 1940- board came out.
0: I know. But, like, you don't want to think about that, you know? Like, it's 1940s Ouija boards being, like, whatever. Well, unfortunately, she had passed away. And it was really devastating mm-hmm. for... A little boy. For Ronald. Yeah. Because he apparently was, like I said, very close with her. And when she had passed away, he wanted to reach out to her or whatever. And that is when all these de- demonic things started to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was shortly after he had done this. Now, they, he, there was um, also reports that allegedly this, this 14-year-old boy was victims of um, these demonic possessions. And that they were recorded. But... It started off with him hearing like scratches and bangings on the walls, hearing water drippings to eventually going into those full demonic, mm. you know, yeah, possessions of, of being like his voice is starting to change and he's acting erratical and stuff like that. So then that is when, um, oh, his aunt's name was Harriet. I was looking for that. Aunt Harriet. How cool of a name is that?
1: You and those
0: names. I you love names. Like the I love old names. lady names. Gertrude. I just love names Harriet. In general. Ger- <laughs> Gertrude Harriet. Yeah. You're an old woman. I you know, I kind of am sometimes. So <laughs>
1: Anyways, back to the story.
0: (laughs) Back to the story. Back to the story. So he heard the scratching sounds coming from the floor and the walls of his room. He'd heard the water dripping from the pipes. But the most troubling of all was his mattress would suddenly move. And, of course, they were disturbed. And his family just instantly decided to seek out help Mm -hmm. because he's, you know, going through all this. Now, he was born to a Lutheran, um, a German Lutheran family. Mm. So with Annalise, they were German Catholics. Yeah. Um, his family was German Lutheran. So they reached doctors and psychiatrists and even their local um, Lutheran minister, mm-hmm. but there was no help. And eventually Father E. Albert Hughes, who was the local Catholic priest, is who they got in contact with. And that is when they decided to start doing the exorcisms on the the young teenager, and they started those in late February of 1949. Okay. And it with with Annalisa's story, it seemed like there was a process still to get those exorcisms done for her, whereas with what I was finding with him, mm-hmm. it was pretty easy. Almost. Well, did they go through the Vatican? That's the thing. It was almost like they just like reached out to this priest and he reached out to somebody and he was like, yeah, they said we can go for it.
1: Hmm. I wonder if it was actually yeah. through the Vatican then. Because Annalise was through the Vatican, right?
0: Hers, they went through the whole line. I mean, she got denied quite a few times yeah. before finally they were allowed to do it. Now, where they messed up with Annalise's story is the fact that they should have gotten medical help after a while and they didn't. Yeah. They just kept doing the exorcisms and unfortunately that poor girl died mm-hmm. when she could have been saved. For the exorcisms, um Father Hughes he did strap the boy to a mattress and he would begin his yeah. you know, procedures, the recitations. But he did have to stop when Ronald broke off a piece of the mattress spring and apparently slashed the priest across the shoulder, which left the exorcism unfinished. Huh. There was days later where red scratches did appear on Ronald, and one of the scratches formed the words Lois, which indicated to Ronald's mother that the family needed to go to—or Louis, sorry. And which apparently they felt that that means that they needed to go to St. Louis— what apparently they had relatives there and they were trying to find a way to just save their son. Okay. Um, so a cousin of the family was attending St. Louis university at the time of Ronald's struggles. Um, so she put the, um, that cousin got Ronald's family in touch with father Walter Mm -hmm. and Reverend William and apparently after consulting with the university's presidents, these two there were Juice Jesuits. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. What is that? So they went from I have no idea. <laughs> Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. Jesuits are members of the Society of Jew Jesus. It's a Rom it's another form of Roman Catholicism. Oh, okay.
1: All right. I've never heard of that before.
0: I never did either. That's why I was like, I don't even know how to pronounce that. I was like, hold hope I was pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they too agreed to perform an exorcism on young Ronald and they had many others to help assist that. So the men gathered at a residence in on Roanoke drive in early March of 1949. Mm-hmm. So we're only a month, a month yeah. in um, and there the exorcist witnessed scratchings on the boy's body. And the mattress moving violently. These were the same types of things that had happened in the original exorcist that failed in Maryland. Because that's where he was originally Uh from was Maryland. Um, Amid these bizarre happenings, Bowdern and um, Holland, the two new priests that joined in, according to the reports, they noticed a pattern... In Ronald's behavior, he was calm and normal during the day, but at night, after settling in for bed, he would exhibit strange behaviors, including screaming and wild outbursts. So a lot of these things would only happen at night. Hmm. Okay. Ronald would also enter a trance-like state Mm -hmm. and start making sounds in a guttural voice. So... um. With Annalise, we talked a little bit about that, too, that she would get in those trance-like state, states, mm-hmm. and that was the, the <clears throat> beginning of her, what they thought was possession, yeah. and that's what really got them into that, that idea that soon that it was happening, especially when it came to her behavior towards mm-hmm. um, objects. The priests also said they saw objects mysteriously flying in the boy's presence and noted that he would react violently when he saw any sacred objects present presented by the attending juicets. I really hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. So all of these stories from the true story of the Exodus made it into the film, but there were more that didn't. okay, So a lot of those a lot of those things you saw with, like, Reagan in the movie mm-hmm. where, like, things would fly across the room. She had those cuts and scratches on her body. You know, all the scratchy sounds and stuff like that. Those all were kind of in that movie, mm-hmm. which it's October, guys. I hope you all got a chance to watch it. I have not yet. Um, But apparently at one point during the week's long ordeals... One of the priests reportedly saw an ex appear in scratches on Ronald's chest, which the police are the pr- police. Oh, my gosh. The <laughs> police. <priest. laughs> I don't know why I did that. I think you're still in nap mode. <laughs> Probably. The priest believes signified the number 10. So like that rumen no Uh, Roman numeral numeral. golly (laughs) I can't speak (laughs) (laughs) I don't like this approach of how I decided to do this story today (laughs) it's making me jumbled um (laughs) Give us a moment, guys. Oh we'll get our shit together. <laughs> to, hold on, I, BRB, guys. I'll have this edited out. I need a minute.
1: <laughs> oh Lord! Now she's gone into a laughing fit. <laughs> well she's still asleep. <laughs>
0: No, but that laughing is going to put me to sleep. My narcoleptic narcoleptic ass is going to fall real quick. (laughs) It's laughing that gets me sleepy. I'm getting warm. (sighs) Okay, I'm back. You sure? (laughs) Are we sure it's you? Uh, Oh. 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 Maybe you're trying a
1: different approach.
0: (laughs) Um, I I did say I was taking another approach on this, you guys. Oh, shit, I hit the mic. Sorry, Lloyd. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I'm I'm fucking up left and right here. You know, maybe we should leave this. We're going to leave this for you guys. It's funny. (laughs) So in another incident, a pitchfork-shaped pattern of red lines moved from the boy's thigh and snaked down towards his ankle. Mm. So these types of things happened every night for more than a month. Um, And once a red X appeared on his chest... Um, that's when the led the, that led the priest to believe that he was possessed by 10 demons. 10? Uh, apparently. Yeah. So the two priests, they never gave up as they continued the exorcisms night after night. And on the evening of March 20th, the exorcism reached an unhealthy new level. Ronald urinated all over his bed and began shouting and cursing at the priests. Now, Ronald's parents they had had enough and they took him to a hospital in St. Louis for more serious treatment. So at least his parents jumped in and said like, "Okay, look, something else is going on. Like these these exorcisms aren't working. And this isn't like we healthy. need to get some." Yeah. Mhm. So, finally on April 18th, a miracle occurred in Ronald's room at the uh the hospital. It was the Monday after Easter and Ronald woke with seizures. He yelled at the priest saying that Satan would always be with him. Okay. Yeah. The priest (laughs) laid holy relics, crucifix medals and rosaries on the boy. Mm -hmm. And at 1045 that evening, the attending priests called on St. Michael to expel Satan from Ronald's body. They shouted at Satan saying that St. Michael's soul, or they shouted saying that St. Michael would battle him for Ronald's soul. Seven minutes later, Ronald came out of his trance and said, he's gone. The teenager recounted how he had a vision that St. Michael vanquishing Satan on a great battlefield.
1: Huh. But I thought you needed the demon's name to exorcise the demon. I
0: don't, I don't think it works like that. I, this, what? That sounds a little... Well, um, he said the demon's name was Satan. So Satan was the one that apparently... But, Satan himself showed up to this one. But you
1: just told me there was 10 of them. So you're telling me... Exactly. Maybe, like, <clears throat> just Satan just made an appearance, and then he heard Michael's involved, and he's
0: like, oh, shit, I gotta go.
1: That's not how it works.
0: I know. I know. I he like so. I'm gonna get into that part next. Okay. Cause I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. Now I'm go. I am gonna put a, a brb right here, and Lloyd is gonna have to edit this part out because he did just text me of what I want for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't focus on telling the story and answering this question at the same time. So Lloyd has is gonna have no choice but to edit that part. He's out. making more work he for can himself. My, he, you know, he is.
1: Right, the stuff is kind of grimy kind of not. I don't know, it's got like a creamy taste to it. I bet. Grab your broom, wake up the dead, and make sure those bolts are screwed in your head. We're venturing into the haunted orchard for some spooky sights. Witches, goblins, and ghosts will supply the fright. The moon shines high, that. and signs forewarn of the spookiest flavor yet candy corn. Sorry, I had to read that. As been like, what does that
0: say? i love it at first i thought i texted him crispy horny shrimp
1: (laughs) sorry that was really loud (laughs) it doesn't matter he's gonna edit this crispy horny tip
0: (laughs) i was like oh shit i'm gonna be in for some comments on that one
1: i was told there was a new exorcist movie that was released today
0: yes it is and it has the mother from the original exorcist in it
1: was she like great grandma
0: she's older i don't know what i think she kind of comes in for more like you had experience with this what's going on
1: oh oh kind of like an, an insidious gotcha okay
0: yeah so yes there is a new exorcist movie coming out it has the original mother reagan's mother in it i believe that's her character that's what was her character was the mother for Reagan. Okay. Um, but it's two new little girls who are, are possessed. Um, <clears throat> there's actually a scene that plays and uh, as like one of the previews and I die laughing because <laughs> they're like in church and she just comes walking down the like center uh-huh. aisle and she's like screaming the body and blood of Christ, the body and blood of Christ. But the way she does it, I just die laughing Because of how she, it'd be perfect if they were doing communion or something, (laughs) but they, like they weren't. Like everybody else is sitting down in the movie, and she just comes like walking down the center aisle of the of the church, and she's just like screaming, "The body and blood of Christ, the body and blood of Christ," and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) "I've got to look this up now." (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Okay, back back on track. Um. So yeah, says that he's gone. Battlefield happened. So according to the the priests, the strange occurrences and behavior ceased after that. Um, so despite that, the true story of providing the true story of the the exorcist Ronald actually went to live a completely normal life after this. Hmm. Baker. Yeah. He went on to live. Sorry. <laughs> fucking poser (laughs) poser so he went on to live a completely normal life he actually ended up working for nasa and he kept this whole ordeal completely hidden i
1: was about to say i would never get on any kind of spaceship that he helped with or yeah formula he calculated to go towards it nope nope nope
0: yeah, he kept this uh, secret hidden from the world on uh, on it because he didn't want people to do that. Um, the book about this did not come out until 1971. It was by the author named William Peter Blatty, Blady. Um, and he did it based off of the, apparently, the diaries of the two priests that actually finished the exorcism. Mm-hmm. And it actually stayed on the bestsellers list for fifty-four weeks. Oh, and that's when the the movie The Exorcist came out in 1973. I will have to look this so book up. Years. I
1: actually didn't know that it was a book prior. I did not know that fact. I, but I'd be totally interested in reading it
0: as my. You know, um, I want to. I want to read the book too. I've always known it was a book. I just I didn't read it. So like the, the, the like I said, the the movie took it. Took a lot of the sources from it, but they changed a few things per the yeah. usual. Ronald's a boy, Reagan's a girl, but they did that. you know the two are names, so close enough, right? I guess so. Um <clears throat> the movie story also takes place entirely in DC and the Georgetown area, but the actual true story is in cottage where I gotta find that now. Yeah, I've actually been to Georgetown where? to
1: see the the steps. Where, the yeah. stairs.
0: That's really cool. Yep. Yeah. It was and that was fan that stairs I'm sure you were. So yeah, it was Cottage City. I don't know why I want to say Cottage Town. Probably something in Georgetown. But it was actually in Cottage Cottage City, Maryland, is where this young boy was. Um, oh, I did living not really. now. Oh, he's living now. Oh, well, he is now dead. Oh, he died in 2020. I wonder if.
1: Never mind. I'm not going to say it. That's bad. Just kidding. Keep my thoughts to so myself. He did die. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <clears throat> so he did pass away on uh, May 10th of 2020. Okay. His real name was Ronald Edwin Hunkler. Okay. Now, there have been ex- some investigations on this story, and I wanted to share those. Please do. Because just like, just like Annalise Mitchell and her situation, her very unfortunate situation, I'm glad that this kid didn't die. And something didn't happen. But it seems
1: like in her case it was a little more real because in a lot of exorcisms, I can't talk either, a lot of exorcisms, um, you see where whoever is possessed gets extremely ill. So it makes sense, I'm sorry, that death would follow if they can't recover,
0: especially since her parents didn't get her help afterwards. Yeah, and with Annalise Mitchell, she she. She was not possessed. I'm, I'm sorry. She wasn't. She unfortunately had a brain disease that just, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's like, ugh. but she had a brain disease that she was actually getting medication and help and they were doing the EEGs. I think the problem is, is they were just expecting that medication to work a hundred percent of the time. And I think with that disease, cause your brain is always moving and evolving and stuff like that, that you have to constantly keep monitoring it, changing and tweaking your medication with epilepsy, and that's what she had.
1: Well, what you <clears did throat> was she get it was early too, right? Yeah, it
0: was around the yeah, same, around the same time. time. Yeah,
1: so medicine, I mean, it was advanced, was, but it was not that far
0: advanced, so... It was advanced enough for them to do an EEG on her, so that's a good yeah. thing. I mean, those are... those That's a brain scan. So, like I said, there was... In the case of Ronald, there was um, some investigations and explanations done for his situation. So there was a book in 1993 called Possessed, the True Story of the Exorcism. And that was authored by Thomas B. Allen. And he offered the consensus of today's experts that Robbie was just a deeply disturbed boy. Nothing supernatural about him. I concur. <laughs> um Author Mark, I cannot pronounce this last name, so I'm going to do my best. Bear with me. Opsas, O-P-S-A-S-N-I-C-K.
1: sounds like a drug, a pharmaceutical drug. It does.
0: It does. So he questioned many of the supernatural claims associated with this story and just said that Ronald Doe was simply a spoiled, disturbed bully (laughs) who through deliberate tantrums to get attention or to get out of school. Um, Ronald was an only child.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Nothing against, nothing against only children. I'm an only
1: child to one parent. And <laughs> I was not spoiled, though.
0: Also, with the age gap that you and your, your sister did have, I've heard this from a lot of people who have that, big age mm-hmm. gaps, that you do feel kind of like an only child when you have big age and gaps. I had a
1: different upbringing, so it's a little different,
0: but... Right. We won't go into all that. Right. No, but he was an only child. Um, again, nothing against only children. I I know lots of wonderful only cho- only children situations. Um, but it was reported by Mr. O. I'm going to call him Mr. O because I cannot uh. pronounce that last name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> keep going <laughs> um, he reports that one of the priests who was present at the exorcism never heard the boy's voice change mm-hmm. and that he thought that the boy merely mimicked Latin words he heard clergymen say rather than gaining a sudden ability to speak Latin mm. um, <clears throat> we can also call him Mark his real name's Mark Our, we'll call him Mark Mr O uh, Mark reported that when marks were fo- found on the boy's body that the priests failed to check the boy's fingernails to see if he had made the marks himself. Oh my gosh, and like that'd be the first thing I'd check. Mark also questioned the story of Hughes attempting to exorcise the boy and his subsequent injuries, saying he could find no evidence. That an episode had actually occurred. That's when he slashed him with the um, spring mm-hmm. of his mattress. There was no actual report of that ever happening. It was just a lot of hearsay. Mm. So um, during this investigation, Mark discovered that the exorcism was not did not take place in the in this area that they claimed it was because mm-hmm. um, they they said originally that it actually took place in Mount Rainier, Maryland. And that the boy never lived there. He actually lived, like I said, in Cottage City, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Much of the commonly accepted information about the story is based on hearsay. And there was never any fact check. Nobody investigated it. Nobody looked into seeing how accurate the stories were. And honestly, I think the reason that is because the boy, it was a month long. And all of a sudden, he's like, I'm free. Wait,
1: didn't didn't a priest <clears throat> write the book, though?
0: No. A man wrote the book from the diaries that he got from the priests of the situation. Okay, so...
1: boy, I would have to see said diaries. Still, I'm thinking that priest could have been a
0: liar. Which, that's 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 not very priestly of you. That's what this man from his investigations is finding. There is no... There is no evidence of the first priest who visit, visited the boy's home had him ever admitted to Georgetown Hospital, which is what the story of the book went to, um, and requested that the boy be restrained in the hospital, attempting an exorcism of the boy at that hospital, or was ever injured by the boy. And um, Yeah, because at a
1: hospital, you would have a lot of witnesses.
0: Mm-hmm. There is uh, ample evidence refuting claims that the fa- that Father Hughes suffered an emotional breakdown and disappeared from Cottage City community. Mm. So, according to Mark, individuals connected to the incident were influenced by their own specializations. Um, to psychiatrist Rob Doe suffered from mental illness, mm-hmm. or Ronald Doe. He had a bunch of different pseudonyms, um, but. Ronald suffered from mental illness um, to the priest. This was a case of demonic possession to writers and film video producers. This was just a great story to exploit for profit. those individual those involved saw what they were trained to see um clearly and and basically, it was a fabricated story of a spoiled brat.
1: so you just debunked one of the greatest horror movies of all time, you debunked
0: it and said, this is not true. So I technically was still right.
1: Yes. Technically. Technically.
0: (laughs) Technically. Whereas Annalise's story was never a possession. And the whole story with the Emily Rose, the real exorcism of Emily Rose, if you guys have not had a chance to yet watch that movie, please do go do so. Is Again, not a demonic possession. It was a poor girl who was ill that they thought was possessed. And because they neglected to get her the medical help, she passed away. And after doing her autopsy, they realized, well, shit, we should have fucking got her the medical attention she needed. She could have lived. And they even said with her autopsy that she could have lived had she gone the day before she died. Because she died of dehydration and starvation and things of that nature. This boy did not die. He was only possessed for a month. And all of a sudden it was just like, he's gone. Satan and St. Michael battled on a field. Like you said, from the get-go, they thought he had ten demons. Not once was each demon even mentioned in any of these exorcisms. Apparently the words that he had blurted out were just... What they thought could have been Latin, nothing actually was pro- confirmed that to be Latin, and none of the stuff was reliable. They said also that nothing it was quoted according to Nickel quote nothing that was reliably reported in the case was beyond the abilities of a teen of a teenager to produce the tantrums, trances. Moved furniture, hurled objects, automatic writing, superficial scratches, and other phenomena were just the kinds of things someone of R's age, and they put ours instead of Ronald's, could accomplish just as others have done before and since. Indeed, the elements of poltergeist phenomena, spirit communications, and demonic possession, taken both separately and and especially together as one progressed to the other, suggests nothing so much as a role-playing involving trickery.
1: So what about all the stuff that was floating? Was that not really floating? There was no actual evidence of that? Like, nothing?
0: There was no evidence of it. Mm -hmm. There was all hearsay. So everything that happened was hearsay. Um, Like I said in the beginning, he was very close to his, I think, in my opinion, he was very close to his aunt, His aunt was a very spiritual person. So he knew about all this stuff. He, She introduced him to, like, the Ouija board and things like that. I think, yes, I think he had some knowledge already. And I think when she had passed, he just took it hard. And that's okay that he took it hard. You know, people take certain deaths in their family very hard. And I think that's what happened. Or... or, because I'm spinning off in my head
1: over here, what of if <laughs> what if he did play around Luigi board
0: and was possessed by something, but made a deal with it?
1: Because working for NASA, that's quite an accomplishment.
0: Oh, like how they're saying like celebrities have deals with yeah. the devil, and that's why they all of a sudden get suddenly yeah. famous. Ooh!
1: See? Oh, that could oh. be a possibility. You don't know. And now that he's, because yeah, I thought about, I was like, well, he's dead now. If he's possessed by demons and they're still in there, then maybe he went to hell. And then, you know, I keep spinning. But of course, that's where that's where that's where my brain's tracking. Anyways.
0: Oh, he started the whole deal with the devil. He could have. Famous. He could have. He wasn't famous. You know what? Honestly, though, you listen to some of them famous people and they'd be like, they straight up tell you sometimes. There, there's a few people who have st- They've straight up said like, ah, the devil. I mean, that's just the whole conspiracy that's going around with that one. I'm, I don't know. I never really delved into it. I just know that's the current conspiracy.
1: Yeah, about <laughs> what's his face. We just heard it on the Osbournes podcast.
0: I can't remember his name.
1: I don't know. He dressed up like a devil for, is it Sam Smith? Mm.
0: Sam Smith. Yeah, yeah they're, claiming, they're claiming his and, demonic uh, whatever. Rihanna,
1: I think, was it like another demonic thing? or? They dropped a
0: Doja Cat. That was one that they really dropped to that Doja Cat used to be like super cute and make great music. And then all of a sudden she dressed up like as a something. But I'm sorry, and that these was people
1: grow up. Oh, they yeah. They grow up. They you, oh, yeah. you find different parts of yourself and become different people throughout your entire lifetime. So it's expected that their music or their character is going to change a bit because it changes based on your life.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And trends, which but I...
1: that's trendy right now. Evidently, I don't
0: know why. I have no idea. We were looked down on when we were like looking kind of satanic. We grew not that up we were devil in satanic or... panic. There's a difference. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were. No, that's true. That's true. And you know that was bro- that was brought up in their little in their mm-hmm. little podcast. By the way, Osbornes, I hope you listen to us one day because you guys are awesome. And Jack, you really? Fuck I want to be hot. on their sorry. show so bad. How to fit that in? <laughs> sorry to his wife.
1: I'm not sorry. He's hot. She should
0: be no. proud. I'm sure she is. But oh gosh, I want to be on their show so bad. They were so. And fun. he's a libertarian. Oh. I want. I want to. I want to say the things that they say with them. Yeah, because I there's things I agree with them. But back, <laughs> back, on, back on our topic here, we're getting off topic. Getting all hot and bothered. <laughs> so yeah, that, that like I said, technically my husband was correct. The show was inspired by true events. However, he was wrong because those events were incorrect. Now, the book was not only what I found interesting, and I will delve into more on this part because I found this, and I want to know more about it. And I think for next episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about okay. it. Okay. Um, The other part of the story The Exorcist apparently is based off of, because it's not just this story, Um, was a story of some apparent – um, like possession thing that happened in like the sixteen hundreds with the priest and a few nuns, and the priest apparently ended up being burned at the stake. Oh shit! Yeah, there was a whole trial and everything hmm. that he did something that caused these nuns to be possessed, apparently, and there was some people burned at the stake for it.
1: Mm, I'd be interested. So I did not delve.
0: That. I, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to delve more into that story because that's just a perfect spooky time story that I think we should share for spooky season. Um, but I wanted to stick more to just talking about this one because this was the primary basis of the story of the exorcist with the little girl, Reagan. Uh, I have not watched that movie in so long. I can't even remember if she lived in the end or if she died. She died.
1: She did yeah, die. Yeah, she died. The p- yeah, oh. I haven't watched it in a minute too. Yeah, look- I've been watching all the ones. the The one that's the least popular is the one that's my favorite. It's the, um, the Exorcist. Was it like the New Beginning or the Beginning?
0: Ah, wasn't that supposed to be pre Reagan? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, 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 it was pre Reagan. It's with the, it was it was more the priest before Reagan. Or no, or was it after Reagan because he was called upon to do another one after dealing what he did with Reagan? Oh my gosh, you know I've never seen that one. Oh no, she's alive. She did live in the end. <laughs> I couldn't remember. It's been a Yeah, since...
1: she's alive. Okay. It's Catherine who dies. That's what I'm thinking
0: of. Catherine was that in the, a different movie?
1: No, it's in The Exorcist. Who's
0: Catherine? I
1: Well, I know we're watching One One Night because evidently we need to catch up. I don't think I've actually watched The Exorcist probably since I was like 14. So we're talking about 20 years.
0: Uh, You know, honestly, it's been that long for me too. I was like watching it with my dad and I remember him telling me when that movie came out on the the amount of how horrifying and scary that movie was for its time. And I remember watching it and being like...
1: Because there's nothing... It's not that scary, Dad. They're like that besides Universal
0: Monsters, but. Well, the other movie that was even more terrifying that I will agree for that time, I could totally be like, well, I mean, for The Exorcist, even the graphics of that movie for 1970s. Yeah, it was really good. I can see why that was terrifying. Totally can see why that was terrifying. Um, Also, the original Evil Dead. That movie scared me. And for the time that that movie came out, because when did when did the That's original Evil Shit Dead come out? Right I know. There. Oh, I know. Well, you saw the newest one, and I. I know, seen and a lot of people yet.
1: don't like it, but I am truly a fan. I love it. I watch it frequently, and I laugh frequently at it. Don't judge me, but it's amazing, and I fucking love that movie. So that fuck mo- the
0: original, the evil, the original Evil Dead came out in 1981. I was about to say, and I it, was it was originally. 80s. Yeah, that one came out in the '80s, and it actually was a ori- it was banned originally.
1: I could I could see why.
0: And it is still banned in Finland, Ukraine, and Singapore due to the high level of violence, blood, sex, and gore.
1: Well, they're just.
0: And look, it's really funny because I was googling, I was googling all my information about the Exorcist. That now the um the new Exorcist keeps popping up in like all my stuff. Um. For The new movie that's I coming out. I haven't even for seen it, a trailer.
1: So. I have been so busy that I haven't, I am, I am way out of date as to what is going on right now. Oh, Unless it's I. political. Well, I know nothing else. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're not going
0: to get on that topic. No, we did no, enough that say. last not episode. Say. Last few. So, <clears throat> thought, I'd, thought I'd bring this one up though into the, into the lieu of spooky season. I love it. Love it. Good. That's now, great. now we're trying to we're trying to sound like the Asborns over here with our oh, her yeah. accents. <laughs> you don't know who does a really great British accent. My daughter, she wants to be a voice actor. Oh my God, When
1: she stayed the night, she talked in a British accent almost the entire fucking
0: night. <laughs> but she does a really does. good job um, at it. Like it's complete and she could flip into it so naturally. Leanne's
1: little boyfriend, or not boyfriend, just friend, was over. Yeah, and
0: he apparently thought it was yeah, real,
1: completely convinced and whatnot.
0: Yeah, she told me about. It. She was so proud of herself.
1: <laughs>
0: she wants me. She wants to do voice acting. She loves that. She wants to do a lot of things. She is an ambitious child.
1: She's also ADHD, so, so we jump around well, a that lot. Too.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we accomplish yes. almost all of it. Just say it takes a little bit sometimes, but yeah, you guys do. Mm-hmm. The one that impresses me is when my husband will do ten projects in one day, and it looks like a hodgepodge of a mess. My Virgo OCD is like flipping yeah, just out. Just walk away. And somehow. He, <laughs> I have to. I have to walk away. And then all of a sudden he's like, done. And I'm like, how'd you get 10 projects done in that mess? Oh, no. Although I am the one most of the time behind him, like cleaning up. Because <laughs> 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 he'll forget. That's okay, though. That's my, that's okay. I'm all right doing it. We all that. have
1: our project scoopers. I guess Sean's mine. My- yep,
0: yeah, I'm his project scooper. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah. So that is the the truth of the Exorcist. Oh, I enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah, little 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 spooks, but that was in, I thought it was interesting when you told me about it being real. I'm like, shut the front door. <laughs> I don't believe no, it's you. Not my Virgo ass I will you. not
1: believe it until I investigate it, and then and, and then
0: I will admit defeat. And I did admit defeat, but then again, he was still wrong. That's very Virgo of you. <laughs> But then I did go down the rabbit hole of the amount of mm-hmm. movies that are inspired on true stories. Mm-hmm. So okay, mm-hmm. that was an interesting one. Like Scream, really. And did mm-hmm. not know that
1: one. I'm not a Scream fan though.
0: Mm-hmm. I love. I'm not a Scream fan either, but I do want to investigate that person. I love. He might be a story now coming up, guys. Matthew Lillard, and that's the only reason I why I. I will
1: ever watch Scream, but
0: mm, I love him, too. And I
1: like Ghostface. Like, I just like his image, but I think they did an awful job with all of the movies.
0: Yeah. But I i honestly I've never fully watched any of them. So back in my day, I did. Oh, I know you did. I just was like, meh, I, I was not impressed. I didn't watch the the last one released, but I watched the one before that.
1: And I was like, I don't know about this. Yeah. No,
0: I haven't. I am. Well, thank you, thank you for listening to that. It was wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Nice, sweet, and short. I figured, and also a little fun story for to have you all come down from our last
1: episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> last couple
1: ones were really intense. We need a little break. Yeah,
0: we. Been... Yeah, we do. But we still want to be here with you guys, so we're going to keep them short and simple and cute and fun and lighthearted and enjoy the rest of our spooky season because mm-hmm. it's our favorite season. Haven't gotten the pumpkin patch yet, though. I'm really kind of sad. We'll probably have to do it real late this yeah, year. Yeah,
1: we're slacking. That's
0: okay. We we're slacking.
1: Yeah, life is happening. And it's it, happening
0: hard. That's it's happening real hard. It's happening real real hard. But make sure you guys are liking and following and sharing and telling your telling your friends from the rooftops about tell us. Tell your you. Tell your neighbors. Let them know that we're here to tell you guys the stories. That you want to hear <laughs> and uh make sure you find us on the TikToks tocks and the instagrams and the facebook's and all the things yeah, we're almost we're, on we're almost things. at that
1: three thousand mark for our followers on TikTok. tock so you so you you gotta oh, keep pushing because yeah. then we can
0: do more special live streams which we haven't done in mm-hmm. a while we're slacking on that too fuck i just dropped shit we are slack <laughs> sorry. We are slacking on the live streams. of fucking And we might do one and maybe we'll do some terror readings. Yeah. We'll be back. Something for the holiday. We'll be back, be back for the spookies. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I'm not even a fan for that, of that man. I can't stand him. He's an asshole. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know who you're talking about. He's a dick. He's a dick. Complete dick. I like his movies. But that's mine. I like Kindergarten Cop.
1: I love Terminator 2. And Predator.
0: I like Kindergarten Cop believe it agree to disagree yeah we'll go there we'll go there that's cool (laughs) we're not we're not gonna take away this lighthearted spooky season conversation anyways until next time you guys Bye. bye